0: Based experience on love, bad, 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 bad. bad. and life based experience on love. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. I am your host, Badass Jones, offering personal advice and life based experience on love, sex. Relationships, intimacy, with a little Jamaican flair. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. Hello. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome. <laughs> you good?
1: Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> All right, so... um welcome 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 blessings big up on the self this is another dope episode of the Pum Pum chronicles i think i want to call this uh a, but i'm not sure so the title might come and go but i was thinking of calling it cheaters never prosper or like cheater Cheater, pussy eater or cheater, cheater. but i don't know i'm trying to be I'm trying to be catchy <laughs> with it <laughs> i don't know if it's gonna work out so i gotta give it a little bit more thought but um, I am AJ Badass Jones, your host. This is the Pum Pum Chronicles. As I've already stated, I hope everyone is good and staying blessed. Uh, of course, you can find me on my social media platforms, the Pum, Pum Chronicles, on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow me on my personal page. Um, that that. No, that's not the right one. Badass underscore Jones underscore. Um, I am streaming on all platforms where podcasts are streaming. There's also the YouTube channel, which is the Pum Pum Chronicles pod. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, you can do so either through email at the Chronicles at gmail.com uh, or you can call in or send a text message to the call in line. Please don't send me nothing personal because... You're just you're not gonna get a loving response if it's business related. We're good. That number is 320-270-1086. Um, today I have a special guest. Um, straying from my norm. Actually, I don't even think I have a norm when it comes to special guests, but um, we are here today with Chef Riley, better known as C, and he is an author and a cheesecake chef and I don't want to I always like to let people beat their own chest and you know big up themselves so see what's going on in.
1: hey what's going on what's going on how are you I'm I'm well I'm well I'm well are you sure <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's, it's crazy the weather here in Jersey right now it's like yesterday yesterday it was like mad hot now today it's mad Cole <laughs> it's like okay
0: yeah, Mother not right now she's just kind of giving us whatever she feels like giving us
1: yeah. yeah
0: but tell my listeners who you are what you do, where they can find you just a little bit about yourself before we get started
1: alright well as the host said my name is Carl Riley but a lot of people call me C. i um, I'm a poet I've been writing poetry for over 30 years. Self-published two books, The Midnight Hybrid and Chocolate Cherries and Caramel Tears. You can find them both on www.lulu.lulu.com, or you can get it in Amazon on Kindle. Um I also bake and cook. I've done a private chef work i am serve safe certified some people they like to jump out there and say that they're private chefs or whatever but they're not quality certified um but my specialty something that everybody is definitely calling me about are cheesecakes um, oh god! you can yeah.
0: <laughs> you can
1: find i'm sorry it. your
0: cheesecakes are, 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 are orgasmic i'm so sorry to interrupt you but like yeah, your cheesecakes are just a whole other visual experience. I haven't. Anyway, sorry. I, go ahead. I apologize. Oh, you gonna
1: you <laughs> gonna get you gonna get yours. It, it's coming. The time is coming. You gonna get yours. Um you can find me on Instagram at cooking underscore with w i t h underscore flavors. Um, I'm on Twitter, cooking w flavors, and I'm on Facebook. You can just type in "cooking with flavors" and you'll see, you'll see my logo in the avatar, in the profile pic, whatever you want to title it on Facebook, and you'll see that there. I had to tell somebody the other day that is not a food group page; that is actually my page. Because she was like, "Somebody's on Facebook using your pictures." I'm like, "No, that's me."
0: <laughs> you should have said, "Yes, I'm using my pictures." <laughs>
1: But yeah, you
0: can. That's what
1: I do. That's what I do.
0: Um. So, of course, you know, his information will be in the write up uh, for this episode. If you are in the New Jersey area um, and the surrounding area, I don't know how far out you go, but if you were looking in New York City, okay. So, if you're looking for an amazing or like a unique. Type of cheesecake, like this man did some kind of pumpkin spice, something, something. He's done like banana pudding cheesecakes. Like he does like the conventional regular, regular strawberry cheesecake. And then yo, some of the breed of things that he comes up with, I'm, I'm personally looking for like a key lime. I'm, I'm waiting on that for like, you know, the world to open back up to indulge in that, but he does some real, real sexy things with his cheesecakes.
1: Absolutely. So you're going to, you're going to like what I do for yours. You, you're gonna like you you might need a moment for what I'm gonna I, I, do you know, with yours
0: listen to me I take several moments when you post it on your page so <laughs> in, in real life <laughs> when I have that yeah you, you probably just have to put me in a room by myself and give me a spoon and like a bib and just leave me there for like an hour while I collect myself
1: yeah, yeah, it's, absolutely it's, it's absolutely definitely going to be, it's going to be a moment. It's going to be a moment for <laughs> real.
0: So you're saying your cheesecakes are an experience. They're not just cheesecake. It's an experience.
1: Yes, it definitely is. One thing that I do with my cheesecakes, um, I don't do the conventional way where, oh, yeah, a lot of people that make cheesecakes, they do it with graham crackers. I don't do graham crackers um, at all. And like, okay. well, except for juniors. Juniors doesn't use graham crackers for their crust. They use um, a family shortbread recipe for their um, for their base. I don't do that either. Um, but when my cheesecakes, when I make them, according to what the cheesecake is, I use a certain I use a certain kind of cookie for the crust. So if it's, if it's anything chocolate based, you're going to get Oreos. You're either going to get Oreos or you're going to get some type of crunchy chocolate cookie. You're not going to get chocolate graham crackers. Um, matter of fact, there's something that I'm going to do because you saw my, you saw my Girl Scout, um, thin mint cookie cheesecake. Yes. You're going to see what I do with the lemon one, the Girl Scout lemon cookies.
0: Okay. I don't know. I'm intrigued and kind of scared at the same time. I'm, okay. So when I say I'm scared because I feel like I'm going to drool, <laughs> I'm going to drool all over myself in front of you and make a proper embarrassment of myself. I'm okay with that though, because we have a personal relationship. We're friends. So I'm, I'm cool with that, but I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little unnerved because I also feel like too, I'm going to eat the whole thing and then make myself sick, but I'm also okay with that part. I'm, I'm okay with that part.
1: I'll put it like this. The cookies will be from the Girl Scouts, but when I'm done, the Girl Scouts will not be able to eat the cheesecake. Oh, my God. You got to be 21 um, and over.
0: Come, come. We have to talk about something else, because I'm, I'm excited for, like, no reason, <laughs> and it's going to be, like, a good month at least before I can get my hands on... So, yeah, let's talk about... Let's we're, let's switch it up.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Anyhow, we are here today to talk about, um, basically, is there life after cheating in a relationship or... You know, sort of like the ups and downs of being in a relationship with someone that you love and uh, an infidelity occurred. So, uh, last week when I did my live, um, we had, I had a brief discussion about cheating and, and, you know, the repercussions and is there life after cheating and what have you. Um, and then you and I were talking about some personal experiences and I thought, you know, it would be a great opportunity to have a dialogue with you because generally I feel like when you're talking about cheating with the same gender, so me talking to another woman, are you talking to another guy? The, the, the perspectives usually are skewed for the simple fact that it's like, you know, the brethren's are banding together, or the cisterns are banding together and, you know, everybody hates the other sex. And I feel like there's not as objective conversation as there could be. Um, right. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have the discussion with you, because I, I know that you're very level-headed and you're very sensible. Um, and not to say that that negates the fact that you are, uh, you know, human and that you're emotional and, you know, you have feelings and all that, but I also feel like you can give perspective, male perspective, without it being like overly emotional or you know, "fuck them bitches" kind of kind of attitude. <laughs> cool. so, nah, I understand I what you're mean, saying. you saying. Know, right. So, but in your head, you may be thinking, you know, yeah, fuck them bitches. You know, they're they're for the streets or whatever. <laughs> but I still, I still, I still feel like <laughs> I still feel like we can have an objective discussion. So that's what we're here today to talk about. So, oh. Yeah. Cool? Oh yeah, okay. definitely. Um, so last week in my stories, um, I ran a couple of polls on my um, Instagram just to kind of get individual feel- feedback on how people, you know, thought about cheating and the impacts of cheating. So there were 160 people participated in the survey, so the numbers are based on that. So the first question was, "Have you uh, have you ever cheated, or have you ever been cheated on?" Ninety four percent of respondents said yes. Um, the second question was, would you stay in a relationship with a person who cheated on you? 45% of the respondents said yes, which to me, I feel like is a really high number, but we'll talk about that. Uh, the next question was, could you forgive someone you love for cheating on you? 70% of the respondents said yes. The next question was, do men cheat more for just sex? 73% yes. Um, and then, or do they cheat more so for emotional reasons? And 27% said yes. Do women cheat more for sex? 11%, which is not surprising, said yes. And then do they cheat more for <laughs> emotional? Really? You're laughing? You think women cheat more for sex than for emotional reasons? We'll get it. Okay, that. wait, no, no, don't answer, don't answer, don't answer. Hold on, we're gonna come back. Uh, and then, eighty-nine percent of of those uh, that surveyed or that polled said that they think that women more so cheat for emotional reasons. Um, second last question was, do you believe that therapy can help a couple recover from the aftermath of cheating? Seventy-two percent said yes. And then the last question was, do you think a person who was cheated will cheat again after they said that they are sorry? 76% said most likely they will reoffend and 24% believed that they wouldn't. So, my first question to you. You and I spoke briefly about your experiences and my experiences with the overall thoughts on individuals in relationships who cheat on the person that they say that they love. So do you, because you chuckled at the 11% of women cheat just for sex, do you think that people primarily cheat for selfish, sexual, selfish, sexually selfish reasons? Or are they filling an emotional void? That's a heavy sigh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
1: because it's like, okay. A person who's not, a person who doesn't know themselves, you know, they don't know themselves. They're not, you know, in tune or aware with themselves. They haven't, like, grown. They haven't matured. A lot of times what they do is they try to find some type of external source to keep from dealing with the inner issue.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: And so when people are in a relationship, sometimes they don't take the time to work on themselves to see what it is that they're lacking or what it is that they're bringing into the relationship. And so therefore they try to project their lack onto the other person and feel like mm. they're not getting from them what they want. So they have to step outside and go somewhere else.
0: Mm. Whew, that was a heavy boulder. That wasn't even a brick. That was a boulder. <laughs> because No, like big and serious. Because, I mean, I, I feel like you, yeah, you just kicked open a door of truth. Um, so I'm going to ask you first to elaborate a little bit more on when you say that people cheat because they don't know enough about themselves. Explain to me or explain to the listeners a little bit more about what you mean by that.
1: When people get into a relationship, especially those who, you know, the type of person who it's like, they, they don't want to be alone. Like they don't want to be alone. They, and so therefore they project that they're supposed to be in a relationship. When they get into a relationship, they're putting so much expectation on the person that they're in a relationship with that when that person does not live up to their expectation, they become unfulfilled and they're not acknowledging that they're unfulfilled because they're looking for the person that they're with to live to this expectation that they had. They don't see it like that. They see it as you're falling short and I'm not going to accept that. It could be you're falling short because you're not sexually fulfilling my needs. It could be you're falling short because we don't have the emotional connection that I believe that we should have. And so therefore, I'll for the moment just find it somewhere else. But when you're doing that, you're not looking at the fact that a lot of the times what you're looking for from the person that you're with is really what you should be giving yourself. Or really something that has traumatized you from your past that you need to heal from. So instead of taking that time to work on yourself, you're projecting that onto your partner. And then from there, because of, quote unquote, their inadequacy to fill that necessity that you placed on them. Now you feel you need to go and find it somewhere else.
0: Man, man. I should have started off this day with a fucking drink because, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you? <laughs> no, you're... Wow. You're so... That's very deep and very poignant. Um, you know, and it's funny because, I, I like, I've told this story before that, you know, when I was in Texas a couple of years ago, I, I went... I took, took a hiatus. And I was in Texas for almost three months, and I was introduced to this woman who... Um, was 43 I believe at the time and was on her fourth marriage and she had an issue with being alone like she just didn't care you know and not necessarily that she wanted just kind of any and everybody anybody in her bed she wanted a husband in her bed and you know and I'm thinking to myself like at 43 your fourth husband you need to take a break (laughs) Mm -hmm. and sort yourself out and figure out what that's about because there's no way possible that at 43 you should be on husband number four and the thing is you know even when i met her husband you could tell that there was an emotional disconnect like he was more so there as a body and more so there you know to for the the sake of appearances i i want to say um because and she admitted like she just didn't like being alone You know, she'd rather be in a relationship with someone that was that it was halfway decent and he was a good provider, um, and and physically present more so than the emotional or sexual connection.
1: And when you have someone who is like that, that's what you tend to find. Someone who will say, You know what, this isn't working. And then not even a year goes by and Oh, you will not believe who I'm with. Wait, what? Like, how did we even get to that point? A lot of people don't want to sit, I'll put it like this. And the quarantine has really been a time where people should have used this time to really work on themselves because a lot of people, you couldn't go to work, you couldn't go to the movies, you couldn't go to the park, you couldn't, you had to socially distance. So, you most likely were staying at home. That gave you time to work on yourself. If you have a problem sitting at home by yourself, you really need to sit home by yourself because you're running. And a lot of people run and the best way they run is by getting into a relationship.
0: So when I had read the statistics that women cheat more for, more for emotional reasons than, or like an emotional connection more so than the sex. So the, the the number, the percentage was really low, uh, for women who cheat for sexual reasons, which was 11. Mm -hmm. And you Mm pooped. Why? You don't buy that? You don't believe that number?
1: No. And the reason why I say that is because You have, and, and I'll, I'll use, I'll use television as the example. You have women who complain about a man who is talking to multiple women. Yet one of the biggest, the highest rated shows syndicated on television is The Bachelor. Right. A lot of times it's not An emotional, it's not lack of an emotional connection. It's not that. They're so busy operating off of a sense of validation or gratification that what they say they want as far as love, they're projecting love in a form of a physical manifestation. So they're saying that when a woman says that she's looking for an emotional connection, check what age she's saying this at. Check what age she's saying this at. They say statistically that a woman is sexually mature when she hits mid to late thirties, while for a male, it, while for, you know, for the guy, it's like, late teens, early to mid-twenties. Right. Before she hits her sexual maturity and understanding that, you know, love, sex, like, those things kind of tie in, her energy is going on that physical, it's that physical that's gone. And whenever they're not satisfied and it's, it's shown and I've seen it. I have seen it. Whenever there's a need to just do something just to like prove themselves, that's where they go. They go to sex. It's not about an emotional connection or a lack thereof. It's just physical. More women cheat because of, more women cheat because they just want to try something, not because they want, there's a lack of an emotional connection. Really? Yes.
0: See, like, statistically, I've always heard it the other way around. So like, if a woman is in a relationship and she, her emotional needs are not being met, that for women, it, because we're more emotional creatures, the cheating always starts on an emotional level. And when people say that, they mean that, you know, um, she's spending more time with her work husband, quote, end quote. She's spending more time, you know, with her girlfriends going to the club or going to the bar. And while she's at the club or while she's at the bar, you know, she's doing a little bit of flirting. And then, you know, she gets to talking to somebody and, and that person gets her. He understands her, where she is in her life right now. And he's providing that type of emotional support. He's listening to her where her husband is not. You know, he's... He's laughing at her jokes where her boyfriend is not he's complimenting her where her significant other is not and so they they say for women that it it builds that way you know what i mean it's like those those things that they used to get from the person that they were with in terms of the, the the emotional support or the emotional engagement is no longer happening in her primary relationship and so because sex may not be The initial focus, you know, now she's more open to it. You press the button on her forehead, you know, because you've told her how beautiful she looks every day for a week. Now all of a sudden, you know, her legs are 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 wet and juicy in between because now when she thinks about you, she's thinking about you um on the level of being more of a partner. I can see that. (laughs) that. But you don't entirely agree with it though. Hmm.
1: It, the reason why is because the definition okay, well, of cheating is yes. sometimes subjective. Like some, like there are some people who say, as long as I didn't have sex with them, I didn't cheat. Then there are some people who are like, if you have to hide your text message, then you're cheating.
0: Right. Right. And then, but, <laughs> I always feel like when i hear those kind of statements like if i if i didn't fuck if, if if we didn't fuck then i didn't cheat but did you get your dick sucked did you get your pussy eaten did he rub up on your breast did you kiss him you know yeah. did you give a hug that lingered or lasted a little bit longer than it should and you got aroused right and and so i'm gonna be like totally sexist on the side of women for a moment you know i feel like it's less likely for a woman you know what maybe I'm maybe I shouldn't say that okay but let me just no go ahead and say it go ahead and say it no I feel I feel like it's more likely for a guy to walk past a woman with a fat ass and say fuck I want that you know and even make like a comment or look too hard or whatever knowing that he's got his wife at home as opposed to a woman you know how likely is it for you to see a print like, a dick print, unless you're, like, at the gym or unless you're in one of those kind of environments where it's intentional, you know what I mean? I feel like it's less... Right, but it's less likely (laughs) for a woman to slide into a man's DM to say, hey, you've got a nice dick print, I want to fuck, versus a guy sliding into a DM and saying, you know, your pussy looks fat, you know, what's wanted? (laughs) Because I, as a woman... (laughs) Have had men slide into my DM and be like, you know, you know, your your pussy looks really fat in your bathing suit. You know, can I see it? Or I'd like I've I've had, you know, somebody somebody sent me a, a and I've told this story too before, like somebody sent me a tribute video where whatever on my page, you know, aroused him enough that he masturbated to whatever was on my page and made a video of himself coming. And then he said to me, You caused that. This is your fault. Don't know who he is never spoke to me you know what I mean so it's like when I think about when I think about things like that or even even in that regard you know is that considered cheating you're at home you have social media access to me to one degree or another you have masturbated to pictures or videos of me or you know looking at my pink hair whatever it is you've decided to make a video and intentionally send it to me would that be considered cheating that would it's a definitely
1: area. be considered creepy. Um, <laughs> that's,
0: I, not, that's not what we're talking about though.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, that's that right there. I'm like, dude, like, I mean, and I'm, I'm just going off me. Then yeah, I'm sometimes when it comes down to guy conversations, I'm the last guy that gets invited to those because my thought <laughs> process, they're like,
0: dude, you're a
1: guy. You're so like, yeah, bro, that, no, that doesn't. But there's matter. some shit it's a right there's just some things i'm like yeah i know i'm a guy but i'm definitely not doing that um would that be considered cheating i would i would venture to say yes i, w- I really would venture to say yes that that would be considered cheating um even though it's but then you not have wanted who especially have that gray if it wasn't asked for
0: right but then you uh-huh. have people who have that gray area that say well i didn't have physical contact with her all i did was send her a video
1: Right. But, but and that's, that's why I said that when people say cheating, it's like, it's, it's almost like it's a, it's a case by case base because there's some people who say, as long as there's no physical contact in any form, I didn't cheat. But then there's some people who are like, if you're having an intimate conversation with someone besides me, then that's cheating.
0: Okay. So let's, let's explore that for a minute. Intimate conversations So I'm in a relationship. I'm married. And you and I have developed a close relationship. And so nice. I'm talking to you about my my intimate life with my husband. And I'm giving you explicit details about what we do and what we don't do. And how we do it from, you know, we don't do it. Um, and so we're having these conversations. And so you're offering advice now to me from the perspective, like, I would really like to fuck her, but... I'm not going to say that. So I'm going to, you know, be suggestive in my responses. Does that type of intimate conversation cross a line? And would that be constituted as cheating? Do you think? It's a gray area, right?
1: It, it is.
0: It is. It's like,
1: okay. I. If you're telling me about what's going on with you and your husband, and like you're looking for advice or something and I'm speaking from the form of okay if I were in your shoes then maybe you know if I were in his place and this that and the third then no because I'm trying to be giving you advice even if I am using myself as the illustration and definitely using myself as the illustration then no because I'm trying to help you but huh?
0: Now, i was gonna say let me interject for one quick second sorry to cut you off what if you're using yourself as the example but you say so i say to you you know i can't remember the last time that he went down on me and even when he does i feel like you know he's just doing it kind of as a token and your response to me is shit i would eat your pussy all day long i would have you sit on my face I would eat your pussy from the back. You know, your husband just doesn't appreciate, but you know, I can't really say that because you know, maybe that's disrespectful, but I just know if I was your husband, I would eat your pussy any and everywhere. It's that crossing line.
1: <laughs> what? No, I'm like, but you said it. Like I don't, I wouldn't say it, but like you said it dog. Like you, you gave that information out there. You put it out there. Yeah. That, that, that would be, that would fall in that line. It would so
0: that's that that's instigating down the path. Because now, in my mind, I'm thinking, shit, I would love to sit on your face. Or you know what I mean? So it's like it's planted a seed. Right. Right. Okay, so then how far is too far in those conversations where it crosses the line of no longer being just your friend or you your you know, giving you advice versus now a seed has been planted like what 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 cro- what pushes what pushes that boundary that's the first part and then the second part um should opposite sexes be having conversations about the lack in their relationships
1: okay the first part what what is the What's the boundary? What, what's the line what's the that's
2: boundary? crossed?
1: Yes. Um, if you're crossing, if, if your conversation, your, your seed planting, well, I'll just use that. If you're seed planting, then you've crossed the line because now it's a, now it's gone from a point of you hearing the person to now you're trying to interject yourself into the relationship. Uh Um, And a lot of people do that and it's a matter of what is going on. Like, what's the real reason? Because like I said before, there are some people who cheat because they have insecurity in themselves. However, there are some people who do cheat and they're well aware of themselves. It's not an insecurity. It's not a flaw. It's greed. Mm, it's not so much greed. It's, it's a, it's a fear of, it's a fear of stepping. It's a fear of taking a step, which kind of like, plays into one of the questions that you asked about, is it possible to still be with the person after they've cheated? some people do cheat and i've heard i've had this conversation before if you're going to cheat you might as well leave it's not always the case because sometimes people cheat because there's there's something that's being fulfilled but in the overall scope it's a it's a temporary need that's being fulfilled but it actually is helping them in the long run, which sounds crazy, but it actually is true.
0: Okay.
1: It's actually true.
0: Helping them in the long run, how though?
1: There are some relationships where a person cheats and, and them cheating, and actually this is also gonna tie into another question that you asked. There are times when a couple, you know, there's a couple, there's a relationship, one of them cheats they step out, they have the affair, you know, it's found out, they go through, you know, their whole, you know, turmoil, shit hits the fan, don't know which way is up. In some cases, sleep with one eye open because you never know if you're going to get hit. (laughs) But right when you, if you have a relationship where it's built off of more than just physical contact and it's definitely built more is built on more than just two people trying to see how much they can obtain together. If there's like an emotional foundation, if there's a, 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 a mental psychological foundation that's in that relationship sometimes it actually gets better after the affair because the person who was cheated on will say, okay, maybe there was something that I did not give at which led to this situation. And then they can do the counsel or they can sit down and have the one-on-one and just lay it out and take some time. And through communication, it's okay. You didn't cheat because you just wanted to fuck. You cheated because... I was lacking in something, and you felt unfulfilled and in your moment of wanting, you felt like you had to go and get it from somewhere else, and that actually builds stronger relationships. Some people can get to that point. some people can't
0: okay, so do you do you think then that because i I, I hear oftentimes that men are more devastated when they find out that their woman has cheated than women are. It's almost like women have this sort of built in quiet expectation that he will, whether he does or not, whether that ever manifests or not. I think that women to some degree or other are pre-programmed to believe somewhere in the smallest way, in the most minute way in the back of their mind that their, their man is going to cheat
1: That's societal do you think that
0: men, Right but do you think that men have less tolerance For a woman cheating than women have for men Cheating especially in cases Where you know so the man has Cheated and he's produced an outside child Do you think that women Have Different levels Of acceptance and different levels Of tolerance than men Especially in situations where children Have been created Yes. Why?
1: Yes. Um if you're dealing if you're dealing with an evolved woman then even if she says you cheated this relationship is over she's not going to carry bitterness and project it towards the child. Um women is it's been societal in the teaching that women are the weaker vessel that women are out that women outnumber men so therefore you okay. shouldn't in yeah. your right mind expect a man to be faithful to you when in some mm-hmm. in some regions women outnumber men by like eight to one you know eight to one some places ten twelve to one so it's like Mm -hmm. you know don't expect him to be faithful to you when there's so many women out there so it's like subconsciously a woman is programmed to believe that a man is going to cheat regardless it doesn't help that you have music television news articles, magazines that, you know, basically pump this image. It's almost like it, it promotes a woman to the point of insecurity or feeling as though she's never going to be enough for a man to just remain faithful, that she is going to constantly put herself at a competition level mentality against other women. So when a man walks out the door and says, alright baby, I'm going out with the guys, it's like Programmed in her head Strip club Bar lounge or Whatever but there's definitely Going to be a bunch of women there I'm quite sure He's going to do something or see something It's like it, it's too much It's too much and women Have to basically go through so many Emotions That it keeps them It, it, it keeps them On edge all the time as for Guys guys are Basically like hunters Mm-hmm. and at times I would try to figure out who actually taught that but
0: do you not think that it's something that's just ingrained like it's just part of the genetic it? makeup
1: hunting is something more hunting is another level as opposed to just being assertive and being a goal a goal getter um but as far as men, there's less tolerance. You know, they're, they're more likely to just be like, oh, you cheated, it's over. Because internally, there's almost that natural sense of competition of, I'm the bigger man, I'm the better man, I'm the stronger man. If I find out that you've been with another man, my level of insecurity is gonna be, was he better than me? Is he bigger than me? Did nice. he do more than me? Did he satisfy you better than me? I can't look at you and know that you've been with another guy. And who's to say that the only reason why you're coming back is because you love me. Like, are you coming back because you feel like you are more secure with me? Are you coming back because you felt bad? Are you coming back because, like, what? So women are more likely to say, you know after a man she said they'll take him back than a man will do for a woman. I will say this though. Mm-hmm. That meme where it says that when a woman a woman will stay but so long but when she leaves she's done yes yes, <laughs> yes. a woman will forgive you she you can you can cheat on a woman and she'll forgive you. Yeah and you can do it several times and you'll think oh you know she's here so yeah maybe one day I'm gonna stop but you just keep on going and then one day you're just gonna go and you're gonna come back and she's gonna be gone and you're gonna be like oh she's just mad like yeah she never comes back don't test those waters fellas I'm not saying this from personal experience but I'm saying because I like I said, I'm a different guy that's me nah that mm-mm.
0: so I remember years ago, like many 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 years ago, um I was with a guy that um cheated on me mm-hmm. and one of the biggest turning points um, so I was able to forgive and accept the fact that he had cheated on me because of a conversation that we had and just certain aspects of our, our sexual relationship that weren't grooving. And, you know, I, I remember asking him if he ate her pussy and he told me yes. And from that point on when I knew that, I couldn't kiss him anymore. Like we would have sex and whenever I, we would, like he would attempt to kiss me, I would always close my mouth because the th- And and it wasn't so much so disgust that he had gone down with her, sorry, gone down on her. It had nothing to do with that. It's the fact that he indulged in something so intimate with another woman that he was always remiss to do with me. Mm Hmm? I remember, staying. I stayed in the relationship. So after I found that, I stayed in the relationship maybe an additional year and then I ended up cheating on him. And when that tidbit came to light... He broke up with me. Well, no questions asked.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, wait, he wouldn't go down on you, but he went down on somebody else?
0: No, like he wouldn't, he wouldn't, like when he would go down on me, like it was just never a really good experience, like I just couldn't get into it, and so it wasn't something that he engaged in frequently, oh. and I knew that it was something that he liked doing, he just didn't really like... It. <laughs> he didn't like doing it with me. And this was before I knew myself. Like, that that thing that you talked about when a woman gets to, like, her, her 30s when she starts to really right. know herself. This was before I knew myself. You know what I mean? So it was just kind of like sex was just something that you did because it was just part of a relationship as opposed to that elevation where sex was something that you did for enjoyment, sex was something that you did for your mental and mental all the reasons why. So this was before I knew myself. So because it was something that he enjoyed because of the physical response of a woman and you know what she gifted him of her body afterwards, it was it was less of an enjoyment with me. So when I found out this was something that he willingly did with her I was like, yeah, I can't kiss you. But like I said, when I when he found out that I cheated on him, because it was like there was a period of time where I didn't want to have sex with him because I was, you know, whatever. And I guess he kind of put two and two together. I'm Four, and then mm-hmm. we we had this conversation about what I did and whatever, whatever. And I'm like, well, I don't see why it's such a big deal because you know what I mean. Not like I was trying to make it even, but you know, I understood so right. why do you have the same and he took that like a shot to the fucking chest like a bullet and he was just done. <laughs> like, was like big and serious he was just done like there was no additional conversation about that like he couldn't stomach the fact that I had been with somebody else that I'd allowed somebody else to touch me and I'm thinking how fucking dare you what are you talking about he was on his
1: Paul like, Thomas
0: <laughs> he was yeah. on his Paul Thomas he was so emotional he was so emotional, like, and and I find that that you know that happens. It's like there's this different expectation that men have it, and, and and not to, you know, cast judgment one way or the other because there there are women who have it as well. But I think it's 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 a higher rate in terms of expectations that men just kind of naturally have, where a woman because we are nurturers, because we are more understanding, because we're emotional, because we're stupid, because we're whatever, that our level of forgiveness is broader than a man. So if he steps outside of the relationship, somehow we must be able to understand why he's done that, you know? And even when I look at things like, you know, I remember when I was 17, I met my brother for the first time who was 10 years old. In the whole of my 17 years and his 10, I did not know that this child existed. Now keep in mind, my father was married Well, remarried, not to my mom, right? He was remarried mm-hmm. And somehow In the course of the Okay, so my parents got divorced when I was Eight, so this was eleven years So he had met my stepmother And, and was with my my stepmother for Ten out of eleven years So you understand the math there? In mm-hmm. that ten years that he was with my stepmother He made a child with somebody else Not her Mm-hmm and she didn't leave him because he had this kind of expectation of her that, well, you know, it was something that happened. We were just at the beginning, whatever, whatever it is, you know, there's, there's <laughs> just this different expectation that women open up their hearts a little bit more when it comes to forgiveness.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's a generational thing. Um,
0: Say that this again. Is, Say that again. Say it loud. It, it really
1: is. It's a generational thing. It is, and I actually had somewhat of a generational conversation with somebody last night in regards to her, um, her son, and his daughter, and you know the the family of the woman who he has this child with. But um, I think you. Yeah, you know what I think? And it's this just came to me just now. Women, when it comes down to their man, they basically know what he's capable of. You think so? No, no, no. Fill me on this one. Okay. A man, a couple, it's like, okay. She knows how he is sexually. She knows his you know she knows his actions she almost like knows his timing his you know his actions and everything else so it's a thing of he may be out here talking all of this smack to another woman but when it comes time to do it i can pretty much guarantee i know what he's gonna do because that's his wheelhouse men operate function more than they operate from emotion now flip that the reason why it will be hard for a man to really look at his woman after he finds out that she cheated is because in seeing that a woman operates off of emotion if Mm. I don't have that strong of an emotional connection with my woman and I find out that she had an affair with somebody how in tune was she with him To the point to where What was she doing with him That she probably didn't do with me
0: Come drop the knowledge Mr. C drop the knowledge What
1: She might just She might just suck my dick Like just you know Quick slop top And then just go ahead make dinner But What if she's so In tune with this guy That she was just like giving him Super Bowl halftime
2: special. <laughs> You're so stupid.
1: <laughs> like, like, I can't look, like, what if, like, what if it got down like that? Because the thing is, like, is, is that, huh? You no,
0: know, I was going to say, just, short, just a, as a, 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 like a, um dropping something in there. I I, I agree with you on that because remember, I said like, I, the, I cheated on my boyfriend after he cheated on me and then he dumped me for that. The man mm-hmm. that I cheated with, I was so emotionally connected to, with him that the first time i had ever squirted ever was with that man. See? And like, that's
1: why it's
2: hard him. for a man.
1: Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's why My it's hard. Driving. That's why it's hard for a man to go ahead and just like say, you know what? I understand. That, you know, you did what you did and let's try and work through this because in his mind, in a man's mind, in understanding that a woman is an emotional woman, like men are emotional, but men are emotional, but they're not taught how to process their emotions. Women are emotional by nature, so they have a better understanding on how to process their emotions. So from that point, it's a thing of if she's cheating, there's a reason why. Especially she if she's an evolved up. woman If she's an evolved woman she's cheating And she's cheating because there's Something that I'm not giving her Or there's something that I'm Neglecting her and she's Therefore stepping out And in the process of it if she's An evolved woman who's Mature and confident and she's aware in herself and she actually steps out And does that Because even though you're evolved you do have Moments of vulnerability and weakness Mm-hmm. She will most likely have opened up to him in a way to where things that I wanted to try with her that she said there was no way in the world that we're doing it.
0: He got all of that. <laughs> but then that goes back to the, to the poll where, you know, people believe that a lesser percentage of women, 11% of women cheat for sex, whereas 89% of women cheat for emotional reasons. Like, they're not going to just go out there and get some dick because the dick looks good as a print in somebody's pants. You know what I mean? They will have had to have had a conversation with the dick. They will have had to have gone to lunch with the dick. They will have had to have cried you know, about their current dick with the new dick. They will have had to have had uh, a hug and been pressed up against the dick and felt a stirring. They would have had to have been complimented by the new dick. They would have to have been, you know...
1: That's yes. as that's as she has become. That's as she has become to mature. That's why I said the numbers kind of low, because right, um, and, and it's unfortunate. But a lot of people think that they're emotionally and mentally mature when they're not. So when it comes down to polls where it's normally things like that, it's you know a case of a gender poll. You are going to get those biased views. You are going to get where you are going to have a bunch of women saying, "Oh." When a woman, she does it because of emotional lack and she because she doesn't feel fulfilled. And then when you ask, well, why do men cheat? Oh, it's because of sex. Like, when you have a situation where you have, when you have both genders who are doing polls that are involving questions for both genders, you're normally gonna have those types of large imbalances. Not saying it's wrong, I'm just saying that you're going to normally have those Large balances imbalances Because there's a lot of bias when it comes down To that point Because you're going to Because if you do it where it's like okay this is This is only for ladies to answer If you had a way of making it where it was only ladies Answer the question On Why do men cheat Or why do women cheat Then You'll find that when women answer it, they're gonna. A lot of them are gonna say, "Oh, we cheat because he's not fulfilling our needs, or we don't have that strong of an emotional connection, and I need that emotional fulfillment." And then when it comes down to asking why the men cheat, it's, "Oh, yes, yeah, because of sex." And the same thing, vice versa, when you have guys answering the question. A lot of questions are answered out of bias so it's like when you're looking at it you're like okay now i need to figure out how to process these numbers i need to figure out how to get these numbers into a more understandable relatable form so that we could be able to you know get to the heart of the issue why do women feel as though men cheat more than women why do men feel as though women why do men feel women cheat more for emotional fulfillment than they do
0: for sex you see what i'm saying but i i I do but you you kind of you answered the question that you're asking in saying that with a woman's maturation that it's it's more about that emotional bond or when a man finds out that his woman is cheated because he knows that women are more so emotional creatures the automatic thought is she didn't go to fuck just for the sake of fucking. She went oh, somehow. No, some. Do. Ha- hmm? They do. That's what, when I'm saying
1: that, no, when absolutely. I'm saying that, when, it, when they're, when it's, when it's a younger group, when it's young, sex, that's what it is. Right. It's about that. Right. The but emotional the thing, that comes when it's older.
0: But that's what I'm saying. So that the numbers then would would have to be more accurate because the majority of my followers are 35 and over. I don't have a lot of young followers. So even when I looked at statistically, like I said, it was 160 people that polled, 160 people that answered um, the polls right like right across the board. The majority of the respondents were men. And the majority of the respondents, cause I can see, um, my analytics in terms of the age range, it's, it's people who are 34 years old, 34 and older are the majority of people that responded. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah, yours would work. <laughs> yours
2: would uh, okay, work. So then- cause
1: some of these polls are set up and it's like, okay, I think, I think Trump set these polls up themselves cause some of these numbers are <laughs> looking crazy, but. If you're, if you're going off of your analytics and that's what it's giving you, then okay, I could rock with that.
0: Yeah, no, because I, I, I try to be fair, like in, in terms of responses and, and not just looking at the numbers because the numbers are, are great one way or the other. Like when I look at the, I always go through and I look at who's responded and then the age range or the age category that they, they fall into based on what I know about that particular follower, what I know about that particular individual. Um, so I try to,
1: you were right no but when I said that the reason that's why the women will say that they cheat because of being emotional That that's normally older women
0: yes 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 but even the men who believe that as well they fall into that older age category so I, I do agree with you I think when they're when you're when you're younger it's like it's the wildness in you of you know you just like you're fucking to to get a nut and the new exciting dick and the you know the good looking dick the strong dick the long hair dick the the grilled dick that got more money than my man dick the whatever dick you know what I mean it's it's they're not cheating for I need an emotional connection when you're at a certain age like and and that's usually in the you know anything under twenty five, anything under twenty nine. Let's let's let me be respectful. Anything under twenty five. Um, and whereas you know on the on the upper end of the scale, once you, like you said, once you start to know more about yourself, once you start to know more about your needs, once you start looking at your plates in life and where you're headed and your goals, um, it's it's more so about the emotional the emotional connection as well as the physical intimate connection. Do you think that? and I I already know the answer but I'm going to ask anyway do you think that there's ever um, a situation where the scales can be balanced if one person cheats and then the other person cheats it kind of like cancels things out and you start from scratch or does it just fuck up everything altogether
1: um if you if you try to balance the scale by cheating back um I know this is going to sound so unfair but
0: I already feel. It. <laughs> <laughs> it, I already don't like the answer. You didn't give the answer yet, but go on, give, give.
1: There's a level of immaturity that's there. Um, really? Yes.
0: On whose part? The cheater, it, or the person who's trying to cheat to get back at the cheater?
1: The person who's responding to it by cheating.
0: So they're immature? Yo, they're bo- bo-
1: no no, no 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 no. Hold on. They're both okay. immature. Depending okay. and I'll and I'll say depending on the reason why the person who initially cheated cheated. I will say that depending on the reason, there is immaturity in that part. However, the reason why I said the person who cheats in response to the cheating is immature is because for the most part normally that person has already had in their mind they're going to do it you think so? yes no.
0: but how could and, they have in their mind if they didn't know that the other person cheated to begin with
1: no 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 what I'm saying is if they go ahead and they do it the level of immaturity is there because they for the most part have heard yes You cheated on me. Okay, you know what? That's cool. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna do it myself. Like, no. Find the reason why. One, find the
0: reason why. Two. But is there ever a good reason? reason? Huh? But is there ever a good reason? Sorry to cut you off because this one, this one's hurting my head. Is there ever a good reason that a person would have cheated to make somebody else sit down and say, okay, well, that's understandable. Let me not fuck on you too. Like big and serious Is there ever yes. a good reason For anybody cheating Yes Oh let me hear this one shit I gotta sit back Come let me hear this one <laughs> what? what No like, like real talk do not understand do not understand Come tell me What you think could possibly be A good enough reason For anybody cheating on anybody Where the other person Would be considered immature If they decide that They're gonna cheat back Come drop it on me Drop it on me
1: Oh no I uh, no, I'm not saying there's a good reason to cheat and feel that the other person is immature. I'm saying well, that you your that thought you, process right here, of just doing if... it to get back is immature because...
0: No, come, we passed that part. Huh? No, no. We passed that part. Tell me the re- you said that you think that there's a good enough reason that somebody should cheat. What is the reason? Oh, and let me take it one step further as opposed to walking away from the relationship, what could be a good enough reason for somebody to stay and cheat on their person?
1: You know what? That's my fault. Because I thought for a second you said, oh, no, no, no. Because I thought you said a real reason.
0: But what is a real reason? What What is a real reason? A real reason, a good enough reason, a valid reason, a legitimate reason. What is a reason that anybody could cheat on their person and it be acceptable?
1: Okay, I'll speak from person I will speak from personal experience.
2: Are you okay.
1: I found out <laughs> that a person cheated on me. No, okay. no, no. I found out that a person cheated on me.
0: Okay.
1: And and the reason why I say it's a real reason is because and I didn't say it's good, I'm saying it's a real reason. When I found out the reason as to why they cheated on me, I said, okay. I provoked that situation. I (laughs) provoked it in the form of and not paying attention to what was needed and not paying attention to what was needed. My lack of acknowledgement to it and disregarding it provoked her to go and look elsewhere that's a real reason it's not a good reason but it's a real reason because again a lot of people and I say a lot because when you're dealing with a population of billions of people Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you you tend to find a lot of people can fall in any category right whenever there's a lack of acknowledgement on the part of one person To where it causes a sense of neglect and abandonment in another person even though they have an emotional connection to you their lack of fulfillment will cause them to feel as though I'm not getting it from you but I don't want to leave you because I know that this is not that all there is to you maybe I can get that fulfillment from somewhere else
0: I see.
1: like okay I see. you're a good wife you take care of the home you make sure that I'm okay we you know we're able to go out have dinner you know go out do things together this that and the third everything else another time however when it comes down to Us having an intimate connection And I mean intimate as in You know, sex included There is a block that you have To where you can't open up to me In that way You can't open up fully in that way To where we're able to actually enjoy A sexual aspect of our relationship You're great in everything else though Because in wanting that fulfillment, because in trying to get that fulfillment and seeing that it's not coming from you, the question is, am I going to throw everything away? Am I going to just end it all, throw everything away and leave to go and be with someone else who I may have to start all of this over again but I know that the sex is great with them.
0: Well, that You'd be surprised.
2: Into-
1: you said what happened? No, go ahead. No, no, no go, go ahead. ahead.
0: Finish. No, you're, no, it's important what you were saying. You'd be surprised.
1: You'd be surprised how many people actually live that life.
0: And that's what I was going to say that that segues into the question. Like, you know, do you think that there are more couples who stay in relationships where someone has cheated even to the point where they've made like if it's the man who's made an outside child or what have you um, more so for the sake of appearances and more so for you know whatever that minimal connection is between them as opposed to wanting to start all over again with somebody oh, else and God out yes yeah.
1: um, I can give you plenty of examples um <laughs> Congress, Hollywood, Wall yeah. Street, corporate yes. America, politicians. And yeah. Yes. Okay. There are people who, in understanding that the person has cheated, will say, I cannot give up this lifestyle that I have. I cannot see myself after being with this person for so many years having to start from scratch with someone else. I cannot see myself being alone and even though I'm devastated that they did what they did, I know that if I leave, who knows when I'll get over this hurt to be able to go and be with someone else. So I'll just stay.
0: But there are women.
1: not that... Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, you're saying no. It's important for you to finish what you're saying. You're saying there are women that went.
1: There are women who are taught that this. Like I said earlier, it's a societal thing. Women are taught if he has a child outside of y'all bed, outside of your home. You know, you quietly deal with that. You don't make a scene about it. If you want to go and talk to that woman, you do that privately. If you want to address the child, you do that privately. If he wants to take care of his child, then if she wants to bring the child over you, y'all have those discussions behind closed doors. Or if he brings the child home, you treat that child just like it's yours. You do not make that child feel as though they're any different. And women have had to swallow things like that for generations
0: but then how is it possible to even have a healthy relationship with that person or even look at that person the same way or not or or even further even to feel like you don't want to have somebody of your own outside of that relationship knowing what your partner has done like that's the epitome of toxic fucked up (laughs) unhealthy like oh my gosh that's and and the thing is like i mean I, I even from a cultural perspective from being like Jamaican, that that's the mantra of jamaica you know what i mean you have your wifey and you have your matey you'll go to a dance and your wifey will be standing beside you and your matey on the other side of the dance with her friends chatting. it they've got songs where they talk about my fee, wifey and matey they've got you know beliefs that i mean i remember uh, one of my aunts you know her her husband had two outside children and for her, the way that she dealt with it is because she's the wife, because she has the title, because she has the ring, because she has the house, and because she gets first dibs, she didn't really, she stopped concerning herself with what he did outside mm-hmm. of that. And I'm thinking about how? How? But then I as I grew older, I realized that it's not just a cultural thing Jamaican. I thought maybe it was just a Caribbean thing, but it's not even just a Caribbean thing. Like you said, it is. A, it is a societal thing because I know white women who have never lived in the Caribbean who are not Caribbean, who are North American, who are European, who are, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. deal with the same thing where their husband is a bureaucrat and had an affair with his mistress. His mistress has an outside child and she just has to hug that because she's the wife.
1: When when you... Alright, I'm going I'm to try to make this as quick as possible. Generational wealth And financial discipline are two of the greatest reasons as to why you will see prominent men, and I'm just going to keep it a buck 50, prominent white men who have a wife, a mistress with a child, and for some reason, some adult child who pops up out of nowhere, and he's not even arguing that that's his child or not. He's like, yes, I know that's my child. And yet, for some reason, everything just flows smoothly. Whenever you are dealing with someone who has a generational financial structure, you're going to see that there are a lot of things that are overlooked as opposed to when you're dealing with people who have nothing to gain, nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll see you'll see our people out in the streets arguing about he went there and he had a child mm-hmm. by this other woman and how dare he and mm-hmm. he don't know who he's effing with and this that and the third and you cross I'm going go to track that
0: bitch's for for fucking my right. man. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. And you cross right. the track and you'll
1: see you'll see Todd. With Amber, <laughs> driving that $200,000 car, pulling into that $500,000 house, and right. behind closed doors, she's slapping fire out of him because he just got his secretary pregnant. But guess right. what? It's all good. Because to her, she knows that he has a $1 million life insurance policy. He right. has money right. in the bank right. that she has right. access to. So if he brings home another child It is what it is
0: Right There are a lot of things that dictate Right So quickly What are your thoughts on therapy then Do you think that therapy Because I I hear people talk a lot about going to couples therapy Going to individual therapy And then going to couples therapy as well Do you think that couples therapy helps the situation Or it's it's the proverbial It's going to be what it's going to be
1: Um (laughs) Therapy can help people who have communication
2: issues.
0: What about sex therapy? Can that help people who have sexual communication issues in their in their marriages or in their committed relationships? Cuz not always a marriage, it could just be a committed relationship.
1: Right. Um sex therapy could help if yeah, if there're communication issues, but um the thing with therapy is therapy ends up developing a dependency to where instead of taking the time to do the work that you need to do on yourself you're figuring oh I just need this third party to go ahead and just negotiate this or just say what it is that I'm trying to say you're not going to bed with your therapist Mm. You're not eating dinner with your therapist. You're not going Mm. to the hospital with your therapist. You're going to Mm. all of those things with the person that you're with. So if your response to everything is always therapy, then you need to find out what it is in you that's causing you to always have this disconnect to where you need somebody else to speak for you
0: okay so let me play devil's advocate what if you are doing the work what if you are trying to communicate with your person your partner your significant other your whomever and they're just not receptive to any of those conversations about I need more of this or you know we need to talk about this disconnect or we need to address this issue what if your person is not open to hearing it because they feel like you're just being nagging man or then
1: woman? It's for you to go.
0: Kind of, you identify. oh Just so? Jeez, Lord. Yeah,
1: It's time for you to go because of the simple fact that when you're dealing with someone who in their mind is saying that they're justified for what they're doing or they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing, a lot of times you're dealing with a person who is mentally anchored in to where it is that they parked their ship. So Mm -hmm. you're basically... It's, it's, you're basically talking to a brick wall mm. So Unless that therapist Has a jackhammer and is going to put it To their temple and start trying to Break that mental wall that they have The only thing you're doing is wasting time Because to them They don't see the reason As to why they're there And they feel as though There's no need for them to be there Which means That there's an underlying issue And the underlying issue is normally, they don't think they need to be there because they're projecting their inadequacy and their insecurity onto you to say, this is the reason as to why I did what I did because they don't wanna do the work in themselves. If you're doing the work in yourself and you say, you know what, maybe we should do therapy and y'all go to therapy and they're still standing in that same ground, that right there is your
0: answer man oh man that was another boulder that wasn't even a next brick that was a next boulder and honestly i completely agree with you on that a hundred percent i feel like if you're in a relationship with someone a long-term committed relationship and there is a disconnect. And one person is unwilling to do the work. There's, there's not, there's nothing that can pledge them. There's nothing that can budge them. There's no amount of therapy. There's no amount of because I guarantee you, when they're going to therapy with you, they're tuning out everything that's happening, especially if they're unwilling to put it into practice. Like you said, they're anchored in that position and they're not trying to budge. It's like when you see those ships that have that have um, that have uh, run up onto the sand or wherever, Mm -hmm. and the water, the tide has drawn back, and that ship is just staying. There's nothing that can move it. There isn't a crane built that can move it. That's that's them people there.
1: Yeah, that's who they are. And they're not gonna budge. And now it's a thing of I'm staying. Or hold on, way. do you know
0: what they'll do? Hold huh? on, or they'll, or, or what they'll do is they'll do the little things to appease you and make you think that things are getting better. Yes. And then yes. they'll slide right back into once you feel like okay, well, this is where. Then bit by bit, they just go right back into into what they know and 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 who and what they truly are. They can't. Yes. They can't keep that up.
1: They can. not because to yeah, them a, because they don't want to lose what they have they don't want to lose what they have because in losing what they have now they're forced to acknowledge even if they don't do the work they're forced to acknowledge i just lost this because of me i lost this relationship because of me i lost this marriage because of me so
0: yes
1: i don't want to face i don't want to face that fact so i'm going to just go ahead and all right you say i don't pay attention to you all right i'm going to pay attention to you you say, I don't give you affection. All right, I'm going to give you affection. And they do it for a short period of time, but then they start to regress because that's not them. That's not their nature. And so therefore, they're going to do whatever they can to try and keep it going, to keep you from going because they don't want to have to deal with that in themselves. It sucks because this is where, like I said, there are some people who cheat because, you know, they, they've evolved They've evolved, they've matured and they see the whole relationship and they've stepped out because there's a, there's a portion of the relationship where they're not fulfilled and they're trying to get that need fulfilled while they're in that relationship and they're not looking to leave. You also have those who see what's going on. They see that this person is not going to change. They see that, you know, they're giving minimal effort. That it's a cycle that we're going on where I tell you what I need. You start to do it. I think everything is okay. You stop. I'm getting, I'm feeling neglected. So I stop. It's this cycle. And instead of leaving, because in leaving, a part of them feels like maybe I gave up too soon. They stay and in staying. Let me wait
0: for the better version. Let me wait for the better version of them.
1: Right. But in you staying, At some point, you have to see that they're not going to change because when it starts getting into one year, two year, five year, 10 year, and you're realizing that you just gave a significant portion of your life to this person and they have not made any significant, lasting, consistent change. If you're not secure in yourself, now you're gonna develop a level of bitterness to where if you do leave that relationship, you will then become the very thing that you just left.
2: All right. That's deep.
1: A lot That's of people deep. are like that though. You see some people and you're like, I never I can never understand how they just end up being so cold hearted. They became cold-hearted most likely because they either like put so much of themselves into a person and that person broke them and they snapped or they were hurt and they said I'll never I could never see myself doing that to someone or being like that to someone but they're so focused on I would never be like that. I would never be like that. I would never be like that. That they never focus on how they could make things better and therefore it forms that vacuum and they become what it is they said they would never be. It's almost like the child who says, when I grow up, I'm never going to be like my mom. I'm not going to be like my dad. And then when they grow up, they're just like their mom and dad because they spend so much time focused on what they're not going to be, what they're not going to do, what they're not going to accept that instead of saying, I'm not gonna be an abusive person like my mom. I'm gonna love and I'm going to nurture and I'm gonna learn how to properly communicate. All they say is I'm not gonna be abusive like my mom, but they never learn how to be loving and nurturing and how to communicate properly. So then when they start dealing with people, they're only able to exhibit what it is that they know, which is abuse.
0: Well, it's, it's funny that you say that when I, even when I think about that in your statement in regards to cheating, you know, when I was dating again, many, many, many years ago when I was a much younger, (laughs) much younger woman, um, a a man that I was with. What? I say you said that like you old. I am old, but we're not going to have that debate. One of these (laughs) next year. No. But next year, I'm actually going to reveal my age to everyone so people can stop asking me the question and then people gonna be like, oh, my God. And then I'm going to hear what the people are going to say. And we completely digress. But then what people are going to say to me is, oh, well, it's not that old. But it is. <laughs> and I'm OK with that because I know that I don't look my age. And this is a whole other conversation. But many, many years ago, when I was a much younger woman, um, a man that I was uh, dating, when I, I had found out that he had cheated on me and I actually had a civilized conversation because I wanted to understand why. And his rationale basically was he did it to me before I could do it to him because that had been his experience. Like his experiences had been when he had been in relationships like his girlfriends. And, and like you said, it, it just shows you like the age group that we were in. We were like in our in our really early 20s. Um, The girlfriends that he had 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 cheated on him in past. And so he now felt like he had to do the one up before he got one up And I'm looking at him like, what's the most fucking backward logic I've ever heard in my life? But in this exact moment, see, having this conversation with you, a light bulb went on based on what you just said. And I understood it.
1: Yeah. That's how a lot of people live. That's how a lot of people think in their mind they're so stuck on I don't want to be like this I don't want to be hurt I don't want to find myself in this situation that instead of saying I'm going to do the work in me so that way the energy that I bring the people that come into my life the opportunities that I have are going to be opportunities are going to be people that are going to help me to be what it is I want to be to go where I want to go to have the type of relationship I want to have all they're stuck on is I'm not going to be like that I don't want that. I don't want to be like that. And so My daddy cheated on
0: my mom and he's got five outside kids and I'm not going to be like that. And, and then, then you to on you know, your
1: girl and you got 10 kids.
0: Right. Right. Because I, I know somebody who said that. You know what I mean? His father has... So he is... He is the only child for his mother and his father. For his mother. His father has... Something like 12 other kids with different Mm -hmm. women. And so he said to himself, I'm not having kids because I'm not going to be like my dad. And then turns around and has three children with three different women. Mm -hmm. But after the third, he got a vasectomy because he's like, I clearly can't control myself. (laughs) (laughs) So let me get the, let me get the medical solution to controlling myself. He was so adamant about not being like his dad that he became his dad, mind right. you, not with Twil but even still, three three kids, three different women, and not with yes. any of the women. Isn't it has no is is not in a relationship with any of the women.
1: And no. again, instead of doing the work to instead of doing that inner work, he said, "Quick solution, get a vasectomy." So it's like now you could run around and you could sling dick everywhere like hash and not have to worry about having any more kids so you still haven't got to the root of the problem you just put a band-aid on a gunshot wound and said all right now let me get back out here and thug it out
0: absolutely absolutely
1: so now what happens when you come to that point to where you say okay i'm ready to settle down you know, cause some people are like that. They could be out there just like, I mean, out there just swinging it. And I'm talking about women too. And it gets to so a point mm-hmm. where they're like, you know what? I'm ready to settle down. I'm ready to have a family. I'm ready to do this that, and the third. And it's like when they go to sit down, they actually come across somebody who they feel like they could actually be with. But then when it comes time to do things like start a family, well, they can't. Right. Why? Because I made a decision a while ago.
0: And. Right.
1: Yeah. It's like, what do you do then? So now you have somebody who's devoted themselves to you, who wants to spend the rest of their life with you. And now they're, now they basically are in a position where what it is that they want to do with you, they can't because instead of you taking the proper healthy measure, you decided you wanted to do a quick fix so you can get back out there and do your thing. So now, as a man, you got a vasectomy. You found the woman of your dreams. Y'all go to settle down and she realizes that you can't have kids. Would you be upset if she got pregnant by another guy so that way y'all could have children?
0: We're gonna leave that alone for a whole other <laughs> conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother hour in and of itself. We are gonna leave that alone and we're gonna wrap up the discussion. Um, but before we go, I'm gonna put you in the hot seat. Hey. Hey. hey, hey. Didn't I see that LDA, coming, did you? So yeah, okay. Well, except it's not gonna be on a timer. It's just gonna be some straight questions, but in the hot seat. Just so people can, you know, get into the mind of C and 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 see what you think and where your head's at. So okay, you okay. ready for me? <laughs> come on I'm not gonna I'm not gonna torture you too much I'll do that in real life okay question number one if you had to give up two two of your five senses smell taste touch sight and hearing which two would you give up and why (sighs)
2: Wow.
0: Mm. are you beating yourself over there thinking about the answer
1: I, I'm not beating myself, I'm just like tapping, I'm tapping my ankles, cause I'm like, I'm really thinking about this, cause, uh, see, here's the analytical side of me. I know biologically, if you give up one sense, it automatically eliminates another sense. Okay. I can't give up the but sense of do. smell. Cause if you give up the sense okay. of smell, you automatically lose your sense of taste. Okay. And I gotta know what that thing tastes like, so, oh. Um, I'll say touch I'll say touched and touched and touch and touch in sight
0: Touch in sight? hmm Okay, why? Why those two combined?
1: Sight because I can I can hear A person better than see them.
2: That's very
1: poetic. Yeah, it, you can, you can present something to me and try and make yourself look appealing. But once you open up your mouth.
2: Mm.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. um, And
0: give up the sense of touch.
1: Sense of touch because I would probably not burn myself so much in the kitchen. <laughs> sometimes I be, I'm cooking, I'm in the motions, and it's like I'm not even um, thinking. I have a ca- I have okay. two cast iron skillets, and sometimes I'm not paying attention. I turn around and I just I like put my hand out there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's
0: hot. I can't. I'm- <laughs> Okay next question If you could host a dinner party With any four people living or dead Who would you invite
1: Four people living and dead Mansa Musa Anthony Bourdain Ah uh, and
2: Prince Hmm
1: I want to put a woman in there, but for some reason, I'm like, nah. This would definitely be King Building at this point. Okay. Shaka.
0: Absolutely. Okay, okay. What is something Shaka that you want to learn? Yeah, I kind of figure it wasn't Shaka Khan because you said you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna have a Jeopardy moment here. No, we're not doing a Jeopardy moment. I knew that it wasn't Shaka Khan. I knew, <laughs> I knew that it wasn't. Shaka Khan. Um, what is something that you want to learn or wish you were better at?
1: Amazingly, born in New Orleans, was there for eight years of my life. I cannot cook Cajun or Creole for Jack. I would love to learn how to cook Cajun and Creole dishes. Okay.
0: What is one thing you think that everyone should try at least once in their life?
1: Soul meditation. Okay.
0: What is your number one relationship pet peeve?
1: Communication. Lack okay. of communication. And lastly,
0: lastly, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: Honestly, and. It took a whole lot of shit for me to get to this point, but what I am now, I, I'm an author, wow, that's two books, and I said I always wanted to get into the
0: culinary industry, and I'm doing. That's beautiful. See, please let everyone know where they can find you on social media and where they can contact you if they're interested in getting a cheesecake made
1: um you can contact me cooking with flavors that's all one word c-o-o-k-i-n-g-w-i-t-h-f-l-a-v-o-r-s at gmail.com you can find me on instagram cooking underscore with underscore flavors or you can just hashtag cooking with flavors i'll pop up um same thing on facebook cooking with flavors you will see my um You'll see my name in the in the profile pic. And on Twitter, Cooking W Flavors, that's how you can get me.
0: Excellent. And, of course, I will include all of his information and his, uh, links to his social media um, in the write-up as well as his email address. So it'll be easy for you all to get to him. I, of course, am your host, AJ Badass Jones. has been another great episode of the Pum Pum Chronicles. Passe. everybody stay safe take care of yourself we're in the home stretch the quarantine is almost done i'm hopeful <laughs> <laughs> even though they keep pushing back the release date but uh in the meantime and in between time y'all stay safe
2: okay. Nobody knows. Don't pick your phone up. It's gonna be too hard for me. It's gonna be hard for me to get it of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you hold it.